Hello, it's Gareth here. I hope you are well. Um, what's this? This is episode 58 of the podcast. Um, so last week I talked about efficiency and I got some good feedback from that episode. I've got to be honest. In fact, the last few podcasts I've had some good feedback from. People seem to be enjoying what I'm doing at the moment and creating, which um, I'm really happy about. So it's always nice when you tell me because it gives me some kind of feedback to be able to use going forward. Um, so the one on, that I did last week on effectiveness, um, I think was a good episode. I enjoyed doing it as well. Um, and this one, I, I also feel quite pumped about this one because I think this is going to be an episode that can help you a great deal. And it's to do with resources and resourcefulness. So the title of the um, the podcast is, you know, what resources do you have? And I'm hoping that by the end of this episode, you will be in a position, if not during the episode, but very soon after the episode, you might be in a pleasant position where you realise you've probably got more resource available to you to do particular things than you maybe think you have. And I'm tying this, now. I was going to do the old podcast just on, you know, resources. But then I thought I'm also going to bring in resourcefulness because resourcefulness, again, is something that is very much runs parallel with this. But resources and resourcefulness are not the same thing. So I'm going to split them into two halves. So the first half, we're going to talk about resources. And the second half of the podcast, we're going to talk about how to be more resourceful. Okay. Why am I doing this episode at all? I've been doing a lot of online learning in the last few weeks and I'm really enjoying it and the reason I'm doing the online learning is one of my desires going forward is to create online programs online courses and as, and to be quite honest in this day and age it's not as difficult to produce a course as you might think in theory you know the theory is you've got to record something either audio or visual or written put that into a content um, platform that allows people to access it and that's how you share information so we have, we have tools and resources available to us now that maybe, well, even five years ago would have been almost too expensive for the average person to use. So really now, the premise of the course I'm following is that if you've got a mobile telephone in your pocket, you can create an online course that can make you some money. And these guys that are, that are kind of dispensing this information, they're not lunatics, they're a couple of really excellent educators, I have to say. Um, and I believe them. And, and there's evidence of that, that people have made courses and made money from these courses simply using the phone they've got in the pocket. But one of the, the, the sort of sections in this program is to look at what you need. He's talking about the resource you need available. And I started to follow through this program of what we needed. And it gives you different levels. You know, if you've got no money, this is what you should use. If you've got a little bit of money, this is what you should have. And I was pleasantly surprised as to when I looked at it, how much technical resource I have available to me from a technical hardware perspective. So things like the cameras and the microphones required to make these programs, I've actually got more than enough and the ones I've got are very, very good, which I'm pleased about because I have spent a lot of time and not an insignificant amount of money in the last six years building up my kind of arsenal of weapons for creating content. But one thing it did ask us to do and look at is, you know, have you got this, this and this? Now, Secondly, or not secondly, secondary, what's it? As well as watching that course, anyway, I also watched a short video by a fella. Um, and this guy is a bit of um, he's a bit of a maverick, I have to say, he's somebody that not everybody likes. Um, I'm, 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 I'm kind of easy with him, I think he's okay, I think he's got some good information, he can be a bit over the top. He's a guy called Grant Cardone. The reason people don't like Grant Cardone is he's very much focused on making money. He's American. So certainly here in the UK, his style is a little bit in your face and probably a little bit too much. 
Um, but I listened to a, a, a little seminar he did. Within that seminar, he was, funnily enough, talking about starting a new business. So, you know, you, you want to start a new business. And he says, the first thing you should do before you start a business is start to make a list of all the resources you've got available to you. And that's something I want you listening to this if you are to this and you are interested in becoming more resourceful and being a bit more effective, it's something I suggest you do is make an inventory of the resource you've got available to you. Because one of the things that holds people back from doing anything, and this is not just from a kind of a, a business perspective, that's what Grant Doan really talks about. I think you can stretch this to anything in your life. The, the most common excuse given is, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough money, or I don't have enough things to do that. Which is actually not true you've probably got a lot more resource available to you personally and professionally than you probably consider and i'm going to give you an example how i can i can pretty much show this to you in a, in a or explain this to you in a simpler way how many times have you gone to a let's say a cupboard in your in your bedroom where you keep your clothes so we, we all have wardrobes i'm guessing we all have an element of clothing and so you, you're doing something and maybe you're cleaning the cupboard out or you, you're kind of organizing your cupboard space more then all of a sudden you find something that you forgot you even had. I did it a while ago with a pair of shoes. And these were special shoes. Special dancing shoes. They were not special dancing shoes. They're actually shoes that you wear when you're going to the sea. And they've got toes in them. So these are like, they've got like, you stick your toes into this. It's, it's, they're a strange thing. They're like, instead of, you know, like a pair of gloves has fingers. It's like that with socks. I suppose it's socks with, with toes in. You might have seen them. And I bought these a while ago, and the purpose for them was they're made out of um, a very, very light kind of cloth. They've got a plastic sole underneath. And the idea is you use them when you're going to the sea, when you're going to kind of swimming and you've got some rocks to walk on. You can use it for them. Uh, they can also be used for running in. They can be used as a barefoot running shoe. But I forgot I'd got these. And I think they're called Toes or something. There's, there's an expensive version, I think, called Vibram 5 Toes. I didn't buy that version. I bought a slightly cheaper version called Toes or something. But I found these. I thought, I forgot I got them. And in the same time, we're in the same space pulling these shoes out, I found another pair of proper running shoes that I'd forgot I'd had. So all of a sudden, I had this resource available to me all along. I'd bought new trainers in the last 12 or 18 months. I've actually gone swimming in rocky places in my feet, you know, hurting them, when this was available to me, but I'd forgot they were there. So that's why I can sort of tell you, I can guarantee pretty much, you've probably got things within your um, area of uh, control, things that you own, resources that you probably don't even know or you've forgotten about and sometimes the resource you've got available to you you don't recognize excuse me you don't recognize it so this guy greg car greg car grant greg grant grant cardone said you must before you start your business take an inventory of what you've got and i think you could sell up before you make any changes in your life so it doesn't have to be just business it ain't make any change at all look at the resource you've got so the one thing I would really encourage you to do, because I did this and it was, a, it was a good experience, is to make a list of the resources you've got available to you. This isn't a five-minute job, by the way. You have to really go deep into this. Because what I started to do is, I take it back to this program I'm doing on how to create a course. I got down one day in my office and I got every piece of audio, video, or associated technology, and I piled it all into the middle of my office. Now, my office is not a huge office, I've got to be honest. It's got two desks in. There's my desk and Sue's desk next to me. There's a little um, loungy settee here, settee, couch, whatever you want to call it, but a place to sit, and there's some cupboards. 
It's not a huge office, but it's not small either. This isn't like, you know, like some glamping basement that I'm sat in. It's a goodly size office, certainly good enough to get, to give you an indication of the size. You could comfortably sit five or six people down here without it feeling too um, can, can sort of, you know, congested. And I could pretty much, with my equipment, fill the entire floor of my office with technical equipment, leads, chargers, bags to carry it all in, you know, cameras, lenses, microphones. I even found microphones that I forgot I'd got. This is this is the, the whole point of doing this exercise because you start to realise, hang on a minute here, look at all this resource I've got. When it's all in a pile in front of you, you think, what the hell? I've got a lot of stuff here. So this program that I'm following, everything that I need to create the, the content is already there. Don't have to buy anything. I don't need any extra microphones, extra lights, nothing. I've got everything I need. But doing this exercise and looking at that resource got me thinking about, hang on, what else am I kind of, you know, not knowing I've got? So I've already looked and I found the shoes a couple of weeks ago. That kind of came back to me. I thought, well, I forgot and I got them. Your resources are so important. Because when you know what resources you've got, it allows you to be more creative with how you create a solution to something. Because in a lot of cases, to get from where we are, point A to point B, there's generally some resource required. You know, if you want to go, if you want to go into your local town, let's say you live out of town, you want to go into your local town, you need a resource to get in there, don't you? You know, you need a car, you need to get on the bus, you might need to walk, but you need to go from A to B. Some resources required, even if it's as simple as in you need a pair of shoes to do that. But knowing what resources available to you makes any trip a lot easier. And I'm not talking about a trip just into town, I'm talking about any point from point A to point B, what resource have you got? And sometimes by going through this, like what I found is I thought, I've probably got too much resource in some areas that I don't really need and I could do to remove. Now, I don't suggest you bin it. I suggest you look at your resource and think, can I do one of two things? A, as the spare resource I've got that I'm not going to use, is it got a value? Has it got a monetary value? Can it be put on eBay? Can it be can it be sold to somebody? Or can it be given away and bless somebody else with something? And there's a couple of items I've got which I think are eBayable. And there's a couple I think which other people might like. And I've got a couple of people lined up for the for a couple of bits of resource I've got. Doing an inventory of your resource is a really, really smart move. And it's something that I if I'm honest, I hadn't done it for a long time. I probably wouldn't have done it at all if I hadn't watched this Grant Cardone video. So I must thank Grant Cardone for that. But what I had realised is it's something I should do more regularly. And I am certainly considering now, not considering that's a daft thing, considering I'm definitely going to be doing a, a, a resource inventory on a more regular basis, probably once a month. And maybe once a month on different areas. Because I've already started thinking about the next resource inventory I'm going to do is going to be this weekend I've got a little bit of spare time I'm going to invent a resource on my walking and my fitness clothing equipment because I keep forgetting I've got you know 14 different outfits I could wear yeah I always wear the same one because we do this don't we we tend to go back to the same thing there's we have a flavor of the month with something from a technical perspective, I tend to tend to have a flavour of the month with my cameras. There's one particular camera I like one particular month, and then the microphone, the microphone I use for podcasts is pretty much the same one every time. But certainly with clothing, we tend to get an item we like. Maybe it's because it's seasonal and it fits with summer like we're in now. And then when winter comes around, another item comes out. But yet, there's all this other resource we've got we don't use. And then eventually, if you're not careful, if you have a lot of resource, especially from a technical perspective, you know, if you don't realise you've got it and you don't use it, eventually it goes out of date. 
So even if you want to get rid of it, give it to somebody else, bless them with it or sell it, it then doesn't have a value anymore because it's come out of date. But if you'd have recognised your inventory sooner, you could have made use of that resource that's maybe not just what you need. You can sell it and buy some resource you do need. So being mindful of our resources, what we have, it, it, it's a it's, it's something that, as I say, in this, in this week alone, I've seen such a huge difference it's made to me thinking, ah, you know, look, I have got that. I don't need to buy that. And then buying the shoes and then this weekend I had another clothing. And I guarantee I better find two or three items of walking equipment that I forgot I'd got. I'm already thinking about one now, actually, because I have um, I have like a special belt I go by sometimes. I bought years ago for walking with you. You put it around your waist as opposed to a backpack and it takes water. It's quite a big thing. I'm, t- I'm just thinking now when I'm doing this, where's that? Because that'll come in handy for something I've got lined up shortly. Anyway, inventory. You must know what your resources are. And resources are not just physical things. You know, resources could be knowledge. Resources could be books. I mean, okay, I'm saying physical things is a physical thing, but, you know, what books have you got that you bought but didn't read? And they, they could be good because it's not so much the book that's the resource, it's the knowledge in the book that's the resource. How many times have you bought a program or a course and you've not followed through on it? How many courses have you got that you haven't finished? Get them written down. Write down the books you need to read. Write down the courses you want to finish off. But you're only going to do this if you actually make an inventory. And an inventory is a list of what you've got and the quantity. Um, I worked in a warehouse um, many years ago now. It was My business was a warehouse in business. And periodically, probably twice or three times a year, we would do a stock check. And that's where we would close the warehouse down for a couple of days. And we would just count out everything we've got within the, within the organization. And we were always fairly tight when it was my own business. I have to say, when I was working and it was pit group, we, 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 we were always fairly accurate with our stock counts. But prior to having pit group, I did work in a warehouse. I managed a warehouse and we used to do a stock check there twice a year. And it was for a medical company, a pharmaceutical company. And we didn't store drugs, but we did store the sales products to go with drugs. So you may not know this, but in, in the UK, if, if you've got somebody who sells drugs for a living, not a drug deal, you know, somebody who goes into doctors to try to get them to buy a particular version of a painkiller or something for, you know, to go out there and they try to sell that drug product into a doctor. And the way they tend to do that is they will go in, they'll have a conversation, they'll tend to leave them a little freebie. Sometimes it can be as simple as a pen and a book. Um, but at some point, in certain cases, we were we were storing things like um, briefcases and filofaxes. Now, if you're too young to understand what a filofax is, it's like a, a diary, really, but it's, it used to be a leather one. It was quite popular in the 80s. Yuppies used to have them. And if you don't know what a yuppie is, I haven't got time to tell you that. Google it. Google yuppie 1980, see what comes up. But filofax will be on that list of things that the yuppies used to carry around. And we used to do that stock check, and it would be surprising by doing that stock check for that company how many times we would find things we'd forgot we had. And I do remember... Going back to the filofaxes, um, we ended up finding, I think there was a box of 25 leather filofaxes. And even back then, you know, they had a monetary value of a significant amount. These were full-size leather um, filofaxes that we just forgot we, we didn't know we had. It was a resource we had, but it wasn't recording and we didn't even know we had it. It was stuck in a box behind another box. It's like that in his homes. We all know it. How many times have you gone into a cupboard, especially in your kitchen, pull out a tin or something to have for your dinner that evening, and behind it you see some sauce, you think, oh, I forgot I had that. Then you go to what's happened this hour day, you know what I mean? So keeping on top of an inventory of things is really, really important. By doing it, what it'll do is it will, it will, you must write it down. So going back to that, I was just going to finish this off. 
in a warehouse, you will have a list, and then that list is checked, and then you put the numbers to the side. We always used to have a written inventory. So anybody who runs a business with physical stock will have an inventory. You can't keep it in your head. You can't think, oh, I remember where we put that, because you won't remember where you put that. You must write it down. So it might sound farcical, and it might sound a little bit unnecessary, but you know, why don't you go through your wardrobe and write down every single item you've got? You know, blue jacket, you know, outside coat, raincoat, you know, two pair of shoes, brown shoes, black shoes, you know, pair of shoes for walking on sand with, with toes in, write that down, keep a list of it. it. It may sound silly that, but actually I think that's how we work best. We work best to physical actual lists. And then if anybody says to you, have you got, you know, you think, well, what can I wear today? You can go down your list, can't you? And some people listen to this, that's absolute nonsense, what a waste of time. Listen, this is tidying what I talked about last week. If you start to understand where your resources are, then you become more efficient. So it kind of, it does drift, it sort of, this is a kind of the next step up from understanding efficiency. Now you've got to start to do things that make you more efficient and having inventories of what you've got, personally, professionally, makes massive sense because it makes you more efficient. Anyway, resources. You'll find, I'm guaranteeing, whatever you do, whether it's a cupboard in your kitchen or it's your workspace like me with my technical equipment, you will end up finding things you forgot you had. Um, one of the things I found when I was doing my, t- my camera stuff is I found three tripods I'd forgotten about. And one of them is like a handheld one. It's going to come in really, really handy. And looking back, I thought, well, I knew I, knew I bought it, but I'd forgotten about it. Inventory, write down what have you got. And like I said, once you've got your list of inventory, those are your resources available to you. But not just physical stuff. What do you know? What contacts have you got? What have you learned and got experiences in that, 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 again, they're all resources available to you? Because we need resources to get things done. Right, so that's the first half of this podcast. That's resources. Physical things or skills or talents or bits and pieces we have that can help us to achieve a particular result whenever they're deployed in a way, okay? The second half of this podcast is going to be about being resourceful. So resourcefulness. Because one of the things that people do, and I say this because this is something I've done so many times over the years, I've always said, if I had a better this, I'd do a better that. Do you know what I mean? That makes sense that. I, for a long time, spent money, and this is why I've got as many cameras as I've got, thinking, well, you know, if I had a better camera, I'd be able to take better videos, which is technically a bit true. But also, it doesn't actually get away from the fact that actually it's nothing to do with the camera. Um, it's to do with the content you're going to record with the camera. And uh, my friend who I know listens to these, John Steele, the photographer, you've had to be very him on here before. John's always going about this. You don't need more equipment. You just need to get better at using the equipment you've got. So in the sort of context of this particular podcast, instead of equipment, we'll say resources. You don't need more resources. you just got to get better at using the resource you have. So don't blame starting something on the fact that I've not got enough resource. One thing that's really, I suppose... It happens every year, does this, when people decide they're going to take on a new fitness regime in January. And they go out and they buy all the new equipment, the new Nike trainers, some Adidas shorts, a nice little Under Armour top, and a little fleece to pronto go to the gym. You get a gym bag to put it all in. You know, you need none of that shit you needed. All you need to do is put a pair of trainers on and rack on down to pure gym or whatever it is you go to. But we put these things in place that we need, or we need that. Being resourceful is taking what you've got and steaming able to make it work and do the job with it. So a few, um, when we did we get, we, well, a couple of weekends ago, Sue and, uh, Sue Rhiannon and myself, we went to Scarborough. Talked about this in a podcast. 
And um, in that, um, if you want to podcast it on a blog, and we turned up there and, you know, everything we needed, tent and all that stuff, everything. And we did, we'd had in mind to go swimming. And I realised at some point on the walk we were doing on the Saturday that I'd forgotten my shorts, my swimming shorts. And, uh, you know, I had to become resourceful. Now, the, the most resourceful thing I could have done is I could have said, I'll tell you what, I'll just go swimming in my boxer shorts. That's very resourceful, that. Don't need to do anything. If I'm honest, I was in company and I just thought, hang on a minute here, you're in Scarborough. You know, there's access to a couple of shops that might just sell swimwear. But part of what I had to do to be resourceful was to go in there and find it. I had a budget. I thought, I'm not spending a lot of money. I've got good, good swimming shorts at home. If I can find some for a five, and I'm sure I can, I'm having a set of that. So I ended up going to a place called TK Maxx. Got a set. Actually paid a tenner, but they were nice shorts. The point I'm making is you don't always have what you need. You've got to be resourceful, either resourceful to get what you need or to use something else to, to, to fulfill that need. Um, when I'm out walking sometimes, you know, we can be basically stuck somewhere and we, we think, how do we get back here? We don't, you know, we, we're slightly off track or we might find ourselves in a position where it starts to rain and, you know, we need to sit down somewhere. How can we be resourceful? And people carry these things called sit mats around and basically sit mat is a, like a, an insulated piece of equipment, a piece of card, piece of plastic you sit on so you don't get your bum wet. Well, all I do is I carry around a plastic bag, a 10 pence bag from Sainsbury's. That's my sit mat. Does the same job, keeps me bum dry, um, but I can crumple scrum, up in the bottom. And that all came about because one day I forgot my actual sit mat. I used that instead. And the bit that I've used almost as a backup became the, the main go-to piece of equipment for the sit mat, resourcefulness. Resourcefulness is looking at a situation and circumstance and saying, right, what can I do here to get a desired result? Instead of throwing your hands up in the air and saying it can't be done. No, you can be done, but you've got to think now, how can you be more resourceful here? You will have opportunities to be more resourceful every single day. And if you become more resourceful, that resourcefulness will, resourcefulness will result in you doing a couple of things. One is you will handle tough stuff and challenges much easier because you know you can. Because being resourceful is a bit like being resilient. The two are very similar. Resourceful, resilient, similar. You know, the more resourceful you are, like the more resilient you are, the more resourceful you become and the more resilient you become. The thing it does for you is it, it really starts to save you some money. So if nothing else, if you're somebody who likes to save money, and we all like to save money, by being more resourceful, you can actually save yourself a lot of money. Because if whether it's personally or professionally, it's too easy to throw money at a situation. You know, like me, I could have said, oh, you know, the guy on the film says, I need this particular camera. I must use it. No, let's go out and spend two grand on a camera. No, you've got a camera that's perfectly fine. You know, finding a way to be more resourceful will save you money. It'll also save you time, um, ironically, because if you spend too much time trying to figure it out or a solution to it without using something, you think, well, maybe I'll just do this another day. No, do it now. Just be more resourceful what you've got. Resourcefulness and resources are probably something you maybe not considered recently. You'll, if I mention to you, probably you'll know what I mean by them. But have you sat down and done a list of an inventory? You probably not do that. Do you find yourself facing situations where you actually could be more resourceful and be more resilient to get the result you want instead of kind of bailing out of it? You probably can say yes to that a few times as well. So that's what I want you to get from this podcast today. Understand what you have to start with. What resources do you have available to you? Make yourself a list. It will You will discover stuff you never knew you had or you'd forgotten you had. And then start being more resourceful. Don't just throw money at a situation. Try to look at it the other way. How can I do this with less than I need? How can I be more resourceful with what I've got? And how can I save some money? 
Because if you become more efficient, you can save some money just by listening to this podcast and that changes your mind to do a bit more of that. That's probably not a bad investment at least 25 minutes of your time I've taken from you. So there you go. That's on resourcefulness. Make an inventory of your resources and become more resourceful for what you've got. There's always a way. If you if you keep telling yourself that, you may not think you've got everything perfect that you need, but actually if you said, you know what, I'm going to make what I've got work for me, that's highly resourceful and you will become, that'll become habitual. So I believe I am a lot more resourceful than I used to be, but the one thing I'm definitely going back to is doing a, a regular inventory of resources because... Um, that's something I haven't done for a while and it's certainly paid dividends this week. So there you go. Little episode there for on resources and resourcefulness. Hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please consider con- subscribing to the podcast. If you think this message needs to be heard by somebody else, share the link with them. And uh, until next podcast, take care.